0: Be learning the Sicha, the second Sicha to Pashas Vayikra. And we're using the Sicha as it is uh, translated into Lashna Kedish, available on the website, on the app of Project Likud uh, Sichas. <clears> the Sayedah Akarbonis should be name of Uranim Pashas saying about Hilo Karbon Elo, Mincha Veshlomim, Shem Karbonis Nedobo. In our Pasha, which lists the different types of carbonists. So, first the Torah lists the carbon Eila, Mincha, and Shlomim, which are Nidove carbonists. The Meshapirish Rashi, taking with Chilas HaPashal Odom Kiyakov Mikem. Rashi, right in the beginning of the Pasha, explains the words Odom Kiyakov Mikem. Says Rashi, Keshe yakriv the carbonists di Dibrin. When they'll bring a carbon, in other words, it's not an obligation. It is when a person decides to donate and voluntarily bring a carbon. <speaking in Hebrew> and only afterwards does the Taylor talk about <speaking in Hebrew> obligatory carbon. The other move, the asks a simple question While it is true that The implication of the Pasuk is, as Rashi says, that it's talking about voluntary karbonas. The question, though, is on the Pasuk itself. Why, indeed, did the Teiras begin with the karbonas nedaba? It makes more sense to begin with those kabanas which are obligatory. And then if somebody wants to bring a kobban as a voluntarily, that's very nice, but that's not as important because there is no chiyuv. The chiyuv, that is what the tailor should have started with. Considering that this. Question is a very basic, simple question that comes up when anybody learns Chumash. Rashi should have answered this question, preempted this question, by giving us the reason for it. We must conclude that from a Pshut micro perspective, this question does not even begin. Oy, or alternatively, another option that Rashi already did actually address it implied the answer elsewhere earlier in Khumish in a Rashi somewhere, as we already had discussed numerous times. That Rashi's Pirush um, is an undertaking to address any difficult part in Khumish, any difficult point that is in the simple pshutishal mikra approach of the Psukim. And when Rashi doesn't say something, it means either that the question isn't a question, so we have to understand why it's not a question, or that Rashi already addressed it elsewhere. So the question is, on this question, we don't find, seemingly, that Rashi should address how come the Taylor begins with Korbonus Nadova and not with Korbonus Chayvah. It seems that we might suggest the following answer. Although it's it's not such a great answer, but we might say like this. Based on the Pirush of Rashi, on the Posuk that the carbon will be for the person who brings the carbon, it will be considered like um and desired by HaKadosh Baruchu, the person becomes desired again, it's an atonement. says Rashi, v'nir tzaloi, v'chulu, which is what the passage is talking about, on what is it coming to atone for? says Rashi, alasei ve'alav for a carbon, for a mitzvah, assay if a person missed fulfilling a mitzvah, assay or a lav shenita klase, the, the halacha is that a lav, which is linked to a an assay for example, what we have now in the in the Rambam Hilchas that Gzeil is a lav, but we don't. Uh, the, the, it's a lab that you don't get malchus for, and the reason is because it's nita klasei. You're supposed to pay back the xayla, so because it's connected to a mitzvah that will rectify the the So there's no malchus, and there's also no carbon. If somebody did it b'sheigig, there's no carbon because he can fix it by paying back the xayla. However. Because still the person did an act of a love, that is something that carbon oil would be appropriate for that. So either an assay or a lav, that is what Rashi explains is the nirzalilah olav when it comes to a carbon oil. In other words, although it is true that the oil is a voluntary carbon, the person is not obligated to bring the coven. But nevertheless, nevertheless, it does remove from a person a certain obligation or here, not meaning obligation, but like a, a like he owes something to HaKadosh Baruch because he's like Chayiv and really. He is deserving of a punishment and this carbon ayla will remove that punishment. So, in some sense, a carbon ayla is also a carbon. There is somewhat of an obligation involved as well. And this answer would also explain the order, where the Torah first talks about an oil. Then comes a Korb chatos, which is a Chayvah. And then the Torah talks about an Osham. Why does, is that order appropriate? Considering that the oilo brings about forgiveness for an Aseh in a Lavanik in other words, we are talking first about Avedas which aren't as severe. There's no Malkus for it, and so on. And then, and, and that's less severe than those Avedas for which one is obligated to bring a common chattos. A chattos is for those Avedas which are already more chamud. How chamud? How severe? It is such a type of an Aveda that if a person does it willingly, his chayiv kodis. So that is a very severe Avedis. When he does a B'sheik, his chayiv Kazu. A person would probably quicker transgress or stumble in an Aveda which is not as severe than in a severe Aveda. Like a katos that one brings for Chilo for Shabbos. Or coming up not to Pesach, eating chomes on Pesach. That is something that hopefully a person will not so easily transgress, even beshegit, that he will then be obligated to come him And probably more commonly, would a person miss in the mitzvah say, or would a person be over on the lab, shanita <laughs> say, so therefore, the Torah would start with Eila because that's obviously more common, and then Chatos. When we call came, okay, nevertheless, Chatos kedems But still, the Chatos would still come before the Asham. The fish bo al kama the We know that the carbon Chatos covers a whole range of averes on which a person would bring a common Chatos. The ilu Asham bo Carbon Asham is only for some specific. Aveah is just a handful which the Taylor lists. but the Rebbe is not satisfied with this answer. The Rebbe says we cannot accept it. Why? If the Taylor brings first the carbon aila, not due to the fact that it's a carbon adoba, and carbon deserves to be in first place. Rather, the reason for that is, like we just explained, because there is somewhat on a, a, of an obligatory component in carbon oil as well. So then, why then would the Torah interrupt after talking about the carbon oil before going to Chatos and Asham? And bring in other voluntary kabbanis when a, a person can bring a carbon mincha, a carbon shlomim, and those kabbanis are not for meratzah nasev vel, b'lav uh, shenita klasei, Rather, these are stem kabbanis that the person can bring voluntarily to the beis hamikdash. So, if the order is due to how common is it to become obligated in such a carbon, and Eila is more common than chatos and chatos is more common than Osham, then the trader would have had to write Eila, chatos, Osham, and then go on to other carbonas, the Dover. But that's not what it is. We find first carbon Eila, and then Mincha and Shlomi, and then chatos and Osham. Leima, so we must conclude that no, the per, point of the Torah is to list before khayvah. voluntary carbonus before obligatory carbon. And the reason the Eila is listed before the Khatas is because the Eila is a Nedava carbon. So we're back to the original question why talk first about? voluntary carbonists before obligatory ones. This will be understood by first bringing in another quandary. Why would the tailor begin with carbonus that an individual brings before talking about the carbonus that the Tzibur, the whole Kral collectively have to bring? It would make more sense the other way around. First, the Torah should tell us what the whole Ka'al collectively is obligated to do. And only afterwards, start talking about what has to do with individual people. We might answer that kabbonis Tzibur shayochim equal is manim yuchodim bashon. have to do with certain times in the year: Shabbos, yomtiv, Tov, There are that you bring every Shabbos. There are you bring on Yom kabans you bring on each yomtiv it has a different kabbon. And rosh chodesh at different times when you bring various types of kabbonis. Mashein kemb kabbonis Nedavei chayva carbon yachid an individual carbon that can be brought to base Amigdash any time of the year. yachid. You'd say that that's why the Torah would start with kibonis because that happens all the time, all year round. and 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 are each carbon in its specific time. Now, the Rebbe right away is addressing that that which most people will right away say. Well, wow, there's also carbon yach, carbon that happens all the time. Says the Rebbe right away, carbon which we have to bring twice daily. They indeed are already written in the Torah earlier, but parshas so that means that the carbon tomid, which is a carbon cibul that happens every day, twice a day, the Taylor indeed began with that in partial statue already. And now the Taylor has to talk about carbonus that are more common all year round, carbonus yachib, and then carbonus cibur. Avotam ze mevada kisakdomus kabbones yachel kabonis sibu Says the Rebbe that that still does not fully answer, because that only explains why the kabbones of the individual are listed before the kabbones of the cloud. Adain tamu abe time boy, but it's still strange and requires further reason. Lomole nisku dina cloud how come the parashat VaYikra does not list the kabbalas tibul altogether? Not in VaYikra, or in Parashat or in Parashat Shav, elorak beparashas Achre Emay, or beikra beparashas Pinchas. The kabbalas tibul follow later on in in Sefer VaYikra. It's only in Parashas Achre Emay, Parashas Emay, and most of them in Parashas Pinchas of all the kabbalas of the different yamim tovim and, and Rosh and Shabbos and so on. So if we are talking about Kobanus, bring up all the Kobanus that the Tzibur is Chayiv together with all the Kobanus. Yes, Kabnyochit comes first, let's say, because it's all year round. But still, the Kobanus Tzibur should follow right after that. But no, there's a whole gap where the Torah talks about various Dinim, Tzorahs and different types of Tzibur and only later, later, does the trader come back to talking about the Kabbalah Nassimah. The explanation, all the following is like this. When we look at the psukim, it seems that the of this week's Pasha and also the beginning of the next week's Pasha, Pasha Sab, all were said before what follows after that, which is the Chanukah Samishkan, that Moshe called Aaron and his sons, and, and, and then they did. And Moshe said, go or, Take a calf and bring a carbon." The Chinuch Aaron of on the eighth day of the Shmeinas Miluim, which began before Rosh Hedesh and on the eighth day, Rosh Hedesh that was the Shmini the Lamiluim, and that's Pasha Shmini, Vayikro Tzab Shmini. So it seems that Vayikro and Tzab were all said before we got to that Shmini. So that explains why we must begin with the commandment how a carbon oil has to be brought.. Aaron and his sons needed to know how these carbonists need to be done, how they need to be brought, with all the details where they have to be shechted and what needs to be brought under Mizbeach and all the brought them of the different kabonis because when he came to Shemina Lemiluim, Moish Rabbeinu told Aaron, you got to bring such a kabonis, such a kabon, and all different carbons. They had to know how to do these carbons. So first, Moish Rabbeinu had to tell them, Hashem told Moish Rabbeinu, Moish Rabbeinu told them how these are ought to be brought. So just like this is true in regards to the commandments to Aaron and his sons that they needed to know how to bring the Kobanus. So the same logic is true also about the commanding in general about all the Once the Mishkan opened up its doors, the inauguration happened. So now Shmi, after the Shnissen, he didn't want to bring Kabanus, of course. Now we have a Mishkan. We want to bring Kabanus. So what kind of Kabanus? So they needed to know the different types of Kabanus that they might want to Voluntarily bring to the Mishkan, or they might be obligated to bring to the Mishkan. Especially if we'll accept, which uh, the Rebbe quotes from the Ramban and, and other places, that uh, the Pasha Vayikra and Tzav were actually said at the beginning of the first seven days of the miluim, before the yom ha-shmini, azayi tochen shah adinim ha-mivuorim be-pashat va-yikra ve-tzav ho-yem yom ha-shmini le-miluim, elo ve-kol-shmenes me miluim. So then it is possible that it wasn't only important in order to know how to act on the eighth day, but it was, me important for all the seven days before that as well. U-le-fichoch le-ho-yotzerich le-tzav is kan al-kabam, is tzibu de-yom so there was no need at this point in history in the seven days preceding Rashid Schnissen to give us the mitzvahs for the Karbanis of the Tzibur, which were written, which will be written only later on in Khumish. Because right now, what the Torah is listing is only those karbonis. That can be relevant right now. And right now wasn't yamtiv, wasn't Rosh um, I mean, there was Rosh but that was part of what Meishabenu taught Adam what to do. But all the Kabanus yamtiv that will be brought later on. Even the Kabanus Sibur. Which were brought b'peil already in the days of inauguration of the Mishkan, and they are not part of the ones shnitzdavu bebayim on the Yom Hashmini. Like most of the Shabbos brishchaydish, there was obviously a Shabbos in these shmeinus yemeshivas yeme amiluim and the Yom Hashmini, and also brishchaydish kaben had a Who was the one who brought the kabbonis? In those eight days. So, in the first seven days, everything was done by Moshe. And even on the eighth day, there were certain karbonas, the specific karbonas that Adam brought, but also Moshe did the, the regular. Considering that it was Moshe who brought these karbonas, and we know that already because Rashi already wrote that in Pashas Tetzave and in Pashas Kudei that meshabenu served like as a king godly in, the, in those days. So there was no need, no necessity to teach the whole Meishah, the entire K'lal Yisrael, Yisrael, Ha'yikra Hashem Dabra speak to all the Yidden, as Dine Kabonis Eilu. At this point, there was no necessity to teach them the Kabonis Sibu, even those that were brought already, like Kabbalah Shabbos and Osheidish, because right then Moshe was the one who did that anyway. And he knew the Allah, and that's it. Moshe knew which needs to be brought. He knew how to do it. Just like he knew the dinim of all the other Kabbalahs that were brought in those seven days. Including the carbon of Shabbos and Khatus. Now, based on this, we can now understand the reason why the tale begins with carbonate, and not the obligatory ones. Because we are now talking about specifically, the main it doesn't make sense that in such special days where the Ka'al Israel is celebrating the inauguration of the Mishkan that they should stumble in Chatoim which would then make them obligated to bring a Ka'al M'chayva. Specifically, talking about the eighth day, Mishkan, Shehi Ego on the eighth day is when the Shekhinah came down to rest upon the Mishka, which is an Edus, as Rashi says, for the entire world, an Eidus for Klal that HaKashbol, who forgave them for the ego. So such a special time. It doesn't make sense that the Yidin should then transgress Avedis, which will make them oblig- obligated in Kabonu's Khaibah. What does make a lot of sense, actually, is the opposite. That those hidden, who we saw already, that when it came to donate the materials for the building of the Mishkan and so on, they gave with an open hand. It was the biggest fundraiser. So it makes sense that they would then bring, as soon as it's possible, now let's bring Karbonus Nidovo, let's continue the Nedivu slave, this open heart in giving and donating to the Mishkan, so that same approach will bring them, to bring now carbonus of Nidovo, at the first opportunity, they're going to utilize that opportunity, and bring Karbonus Nidovo. That is why the tailor starts first with those karbonus, which very much possible that these will be brought already in the Meha which are karbonus and only after those, we might also need karbonus Khaiba. But first the tailor will start with karbonus nedobah. And, and that answers... Why? It's all the kabones in the Dovo. Oila, Mencha, Shlomim, the terrible list. All the different types of kabones in the because Yidin will come and they want to know what kind of kabones in the can we bring. So all the kabones in the that is how Pashas Vayikra has to start. Habir vepnimis hainyonim betam she pasrakos v'tchil vekabones in the Dovo yuvim behag until here, the Rebbe explained it from a Pshutu Shalmikra, Nigla approach. Now the Rebbe is going to explain it in a Pnimishtige way. I'll see this in a deeper way. And we'll understand it by first bringing in a more general point. We know that the main point in Kabonis is not just Shchita the and bringing the Gashmishhtige the carbon. But a major component is the person's intention, the person's thoughts when the carbon is brought. As it says in Menochis, one person brings a big animal, another person brings a little bit of flour and brings a carbon mincha. The Gemara says it doesn't make a difference. If you bring a lot or a little, many carbones or just a few, or what type of carbon, as long as your heart is and intending to offer for Hakadosh Baruch Hu, and also carbones which aren't niddava, the that they're meant to atone for a person's sins. How does it function? It's not just, oh, I bring this animal and making a chatos and, and that wipes off the sin. It is, again, the person's kavono that is very, very part and important of it. The Ramban famously writes that when a person brings a korban, he ought to think the following. That he sinned before Hashem with his body and with his soul. So it would be appropriate or he would be deserving that his blood should be spilled and his body should be burnt. The blood symbolizing the soul and the body, saw it, just like the korban has these two components. So just like the sin was done with the body and with the soul. So the Ramban says the person has to think that his blood should be spilled and his body should be burned. If not for Hashem's chesed, that allows us to bring a replacement, which is the blood of the carbon in place of his own blood, Ne'fesh tachas ne'fesh v'chul, like it says, soul for a soul. And with this, the carbon is able to bring about the kapara for the person. So the intention and the machshavas for is a big part of the Indian And this idea is really already found in the very word carbon. Carbon is. Translated as sacrifice, sacrifice. But where does carbon mean sacrifice? What is the shodish of the word carbon? One of the meanings of the word carbon, miloshen kiruv. It comes from the word closeness. That the of the carbon is that the person should bring his faculties close to Hakadosh Baruch so based on that, it is not clear. If the main point is not so much the physical uh, of the carbon how you it and bring the different parts on the mizbeach and all that, rather that the main thing is the person's thoughts before and during the bringing of the carbon. So how come that the Torah does not mention in any way this idea of machshove and kavon the Ramban writes it we have the Gemara Menachos, which we quoted but if this is the main component and how the, the Korban has the ability to do anything then how come the Torah doesn't write it anywhere for this purpose, the Torah writes first the Aleva The entire bringing of such a carbon is only based on the person's heart desire and him deciding to bring a carbon. By starting with this type of carbonus, the Torah tells us that this is really the basis and the foundation of the whole idea of carbonus altogether. This is the main component of all them carbonus, even the carbonus which will be written about later in Homish. Later in the Pasha. and when we look in Rashi's words here, Rashi writes that about Kobonus Nadova, does the Indian talk about Indian? Not that this pasuk is talking about Kabbonis Nadova, or these, or the, this parsha, or these psukim. The Indian is talking about Kobonus Nadova. I In other words the union of carbonus in general has to do with this novova component call a carbonus and the carbonus in some way all carbonus are really an novova carbon. the be carbonus or ikruna divis haley the carbonus because all carbons even the carbonus khaiva really what is the underlying factor the divus samakriv, the person's intention and the openness of his heart. More in depth. Really, that type of Kavon and the divus halev is a given that it exists within the, de- the depth of every yeet being it's just that when it comes to which a person doesn't bring because he's obligated and has to bring them but he brings it out of his own volition his goodwill in those which it is more revealed that it is the Nedivus Halev that drive, drove him to bring this korban. So it's more revealed. But it really exists by every korban. Because a yid just has that Nedivus Halev and Kavone in him. So that's why the Taylor does not see a need to command that and Ashi is only coming to describe to us what is already dear in place anyways. all Karbonus are, by definition, carbonus nedova because in every Yid, from the pnemis, on from his pnimius and his neshama, he has this nadivus halev and kavon. And this is not just a nice divre chidus, but this is something which is expressed also in nigla in a halacha. There are gemarim There's psak din. There's actually a halacha. Yakriv oisai melame keifin oisai. Yakriv oisai, he has to bring the carbon. Say Chazal, shekayfen oisay. He is being compelled and forced to bring the carbon chatos when high. The carbon, yochel ba'kalche. So the Gemara asks, what do you think? Like right? ba'kalche against his will. Halamod leimale litzayni. It says that it has to be litzayni with his free will. How keitzah? How does it work? Shekayfen oisay atchiyeh mireitzani. They force him until he says, okay, I want to bring the car. The Rambam explains how this aloha functions. The Rambam is explaining it in the context of get, because also by gittin, there are instances where the aloha is that a husband has to give a get to his wife. But a get has, a get has to be given also Le willingly. If it's a forced get, the get is invalid. So sometimes the Allah is, I need to force him to give the get until he says, okay, okay, I want to give the get. Now, this seems to be a game. He, he, he says he, he doesn't want. And, and you give him a, a few patch and you hit him and, and, and you make him say, I want. Uh, anybody would say he doesn't really want. He just says it because he wants the torture to stop. But it says the Dhamma. Being a Jew means that he wants to be a Jew and he wants to do all the mitzvahs and distance himself from all the Avedas. It is his Yetzer that forces him to say otherwise. The Yetzer Hara got the better of him. And the Yetzer kidnapped him, has a stronghold on him. So when he's being hit, which weakens the harder, and now the Yetzir says I want, that is his true will. So the get is considered that he gave it willingly. Because his true will which is always there all along. It might be subconscious, but it's there, is now revealed because we took off his outer expressions of what he says he doesn't want. But that's not his real being. So, just like the Rambam explains this in the context of get, so the same thing is true over here by a kolvin, that certain karbonis, it says, means he has to bring it. Which Chazal, the Gemara in says, that means that he is being compelled until he says he wants to give it. It's so the same thing, but he says he doesn't want; he needs to be forced. Yeah, but really deep down, he does want it because he's a yid. So we see that the idea that the Rebbe explained here before is not just semantics or some nice drushin chassidus. This is expressed in clear halacha that a yid. By definition, wants to bring a carbon, even a carbon has all the kabbans. It's not a carbon He wants to bring it. He has that So just like this is true, when we're talking about says the Rebbe, that now we're coming back to the point the Rebbe is making, So the same thing is true in regards to all the kavonis, which are necessary when a person brings a kavonis. Including the more general point that we said that a carbon means that all the kavonis, the point of a kavonis is that a person brings his faculties and his koiches uh, of his soul closer to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, she Really, a yid has it. The Torah does not have to clearly spell it out when he talks about kobans, because it's dear. Every yid has it. na like the Alter Rebbe's famous word, Yehudi cannot and doesn't want ever to be distanced from godliness. That he are called referred to in this pasuk as Odom. It says, Odom, who will bring a carbon one of you, who is one of you, to whom was Moshe Rabbeinu talking? Hashem told Moshe, tell it to the Yidden." So when it, when Moshe Rabbeinu tells them, "Adam, Mikan," one of you, it's talking about Jewish people. So yidn are referred to over here as Adam, and this is understood by, by what we said before, because shame Adam who shame Adam The term Adam is based on Adam le'elien. I am similar to the one above. Now who is similar to the one above? <speaking in Hebrew> the Neshama, as the Shlach Kaddish explains, that Nebuchadnezzar said, Adam le'elien. I am similar to, the, to God. And he was punished for it. You're comparing yourself to God, he was punished for it. Says the Shlach, because he's a guy, he doesn't have a naturally ne- kiss. But Ayid. Truly, can say Adam le because a Yid has a neshama, and the neshama is indeed Adam le because it's a, <speaking in Hebrew> a chelik aleika mimal mamish as the Alter says in Tanya. It's mamish part of the Eibushter. <speaking in Hebrew> and this neshama exists as the Alter says in Tanya within every Jew, a tzadik as well as a rosher. <speaking in Hebrew> And due to that fact, every yid has in him this desire and this openness of his heart to be close. He wants to be close to the Yenosh. That also gives us a deeper appreciation based on the Ye no that al alt says that in Rashi Khumish. The Rashi and Chumish is called the wine of Torah because besides for the open shall mikro in Rashi, there are secrets of Torah within Rashi. And Rashi says, why is it called Odom? lomonema?" says Rashi. Ma Just like Odom Orishan, everything was his, it belongs to him. So it wasn't shy that he should steal because whatever he would take from the world it was his for the taking, he was allowed to take it, so says Rashi so also you, when you bring a carbon, don't bring a carbon from stolen goods that's what Rashi says here in the gemodah the Gemara learns out that you're not allowed to bring a carbon from a stolen animal. From a different pasuk, we learn from a different word from the word mikem, odom mikem. that you have to bring the carbon mikem from yours, from that which belongs to you. That's where the Gemara derives it from. <inaudible> So wh- why does Rashi learn it out from the word Adam, which is only an allusion, it's just like Adam Horishen is called Adam, instead of learning it the way the Gemara learns it from Miken. So, Adam says the Revit explanation is like this, Odom Horishin, when was everything his? Everything was his forever? No. Once more people came into the world, they each were Zoychem in Ahevka, different parts, different land, different animals, and they acquired their things. So everything was his only at the very beginning of his creation. When he was still in Eden before he sinned with the Chetet Says the Rebbe, <speaking in Hebrew> This is the illusion here. <speaking in Hebrew> this level of Adam and Elian that every Yid has, then <speaking in Hebrew> the Shoma that every Yid has is comparable to Adam and the Russian as he was before the Hate. <speaking in Hebrew> when a person is on a level, where he really is above and beyond any union of sin altogether. So it's not possible that he should be in a state of obligation of a korban that needs kapara for a sin. And where is that point mainly expressed? in Karbonus Ndobo. Haboim lo yalcheit? Ela, mitzah nedivus halev shalish Yisraeli is karib, karib Because these carbonus carbon Eila is not for a sin, rather it is the nedivus Haleva of a to become close to the Ebershter. Ulam meidach, but still, from the other side, nekudu zu yeshne gam b'sha'akola But that point really exists by all other carbonus as well. Even a carbon that does come for a sin, As has said before, he takes because as soon, immediately after a yid makes the decision to bring a carbon for his sin, so the Odom in him, the neshama lekis, which is called odem adam becomes revealed again, which is a level above sins. And with that power, the Chet becomes erased and it becomes atoned altogether. So that explains also why the Pasuk starts with Hashem called out to Moshe. Rashi starts off explaining this week's Pasha that this word Vayikra is implying endearment, and it is a term that Malachim used. First of all, why does the Torah only use this Vayikra when it's talking about Karbonus? All other mitzvahs... Let's say, so why by Kobanus do we find that the Torah will use this term of endearment, this term that Malachim used in this Pasha? And also why does Rashi elaborate so much about this point? But the explanation is... Based on what we learned, the first thing that Yidin wanted to do, right after the Mishkan was built up, the first thing they all wanted to bring, bring, which expresses a special endearment that the Yidin felt towards the Mishkan. And as water reflects the face that is shown in the water, so too does the heart reflect the others. As Al Trab says in Tanya, that also the Leib HaElyin, which is referring to HaKadosh Baruch is reflecting back what is in the heart of the Odom HaTachton Bnei so after this barukh haravashalzu is going khavivus to talk tonight tonight also here wanted to show us this special Chavivus, and that is why rashi also elaborates on this point the inyan they suppose another point in that yo duash inasim sa kekhlavidus kabonus va yikral meishan the empowerment for all avidus kabonus is va yikral meishan vein kan al barukh like we said before, that the main point of the kabbonis is the nedivus halev, that openness of the heart. So that's why first the tale starts off with this point because the nedivus leaves dushab neisrael klapa kadosh bahu. This nedivus slave that the Eden had towards Hashem nevas minachavivus shemarak kadosh bahu neisrael vayikol meisher. We get this because of the Chavivus that Hashem showed the Yidden by Vayikral Mesha. But these up, and that explains the conclusion of Rashi, where Rashi says, Hashem showed Chavivus to Meishe, Rashi then continues on, but when he comes to the Nevi'e, the non-Jewish prophets like Bilam and so on, to them, Hashem revealed Himself not in such a manner, but more as a, by the way, aray. Why is it relevant here, where we're talking What Vayikro means, to contrast it with what happened by Bilam, where it says Vayikro and not Vayikro. But the point is, like we said before, this is the slave that every Yid has, regardless of how he appears outwardly. This is where the difference between a Yid and a Goy is a yid by definition is good and holiness. And the fact that sometimes there are some negative things, that stems from, as the Rambam writes, the fact that the Yitzar Hore overpowered him, kidnapped him. But goyim it's the very opposite. When they have something good, that's not what defines them. That is something that is added on to their being. Mm-hmm. And what is the root for that? Yidn have the Meishe, the the love that Hashem has for the yidden. And due to that endearment and that love, and Hashem's choosing them, and that with that they are eternally connected and united in their pneus with Godliness.